Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local Podcast. I am Kara Saunders and I'm so excited to be your host. Today we're chatting to Innocent Chaos and we are chatting about her studio in East Belfast, pivoting her business in lockdown and launching her homeware range. She is so lovely and has such a good insight to business and everything because her business transformed over lockdown. So let's go chat to her. Well, um, my name's Sharon and Innocent Chaos started oh, flip, uh, way, way, way back whenever I was leaving university. I had been making all sorts of things in university for my degree show. I went to the art college in York Street in Belfast and uh, I had been making all sorts of things for, for my degree. And I sort of realised, you know, that I really wanted to make things like sell as well as exhibit. So I started making all sorts of like pieces of jewellery and different things and evolved the business kind of over the years. But we started, as I say, way back, nearly 14 years ago now in University of Ulster. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And I know you didn't start doing kind of just flowers. You started with headpieces and things. Is that right? Yeah, so we started making like jewellery and like little headpieces and things and then it kind of evolved into the floor. So we started doing, I was working for a little boutique in Queen's Arcade Atelier and um, my, my boss in the boutique, um, Lizzie Agnew, she's a wedding dress designer. She was actually getting married herself and she was looking for all different ideas and things. And I got my brainstorming hat on and we came up with this concept of making like brooch bouquets and things and like making something really bespoke for her wedding. And the ideas kind of came from there. So the jewellery kind of flowed into using jewellery to make other things. Yeah. You know, into, say in terms of the brooch bouquets and then we started making them out of like buttons and things as well and then it kind of had a natural progression then into the, the silk floors and the dried floors because um just sort of went with the trends and, and changed it as we went along so it kind of all started with jewelry and headpieces and then it's kind of migrated now into into the floors kind of organically that's so sweet and it's so sweet that you started do you know with a wedding yeah is it always what you wanted to do kind of did you see yourself doing this or was it just you got that kind of spark of inspiration from doing the wedding well, I always wanted to have a career where I could make things for a mm-hmm. living. Like I didn't really know exactly in what concept, but I always wanted to, you know, to learn how to to make things and to sell. I got a real buzz. You know, I remember sort of doing and we had like a little shop at our degree show where we had little bits and pieces to sell and um anytime I sold anything it gave me a real buzz and I really I, I caught the I caught the bug then. Yeah. So I knew that I always wanted to make stuff to sell. I didn't quite know what. And the, the jewellery was something that just sort of started as a hobby um, to make a little bit of money. But like, luckily then it evolved into, into a career. So it sort of just happened um, without meaning to. But yeah, I've always wanted to do something that I could I could be my own boss and I could make stuff. Um, wasn't really sure what back then, but it's worked out all right for me so far. Absolutely. It's so sweet that it's all completely organic as well. So what was the first thing you ever made then? Um, the first thing I ever made was, I said, was, 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 was a piece of jewellery. Um, I used to make these little bracelets out of like buttons and things. Um, I had an old haberdashery box for my granny and I had all these buttons and things in it. And I made these little bracelets, all with the buttons all stuck onto them. And like, I think I made like two or three of them and then it just it just took off. And I mm-hmm. ended up by sort of selling them in like a boca and loads of different places I made thousands and thousands of these that's amazing bracelets I just never thought that they would take off but that was probably one of the first things that I made that was successful anyway 
So I know um, throughout lockdown, you've obviously had to pivot your business a lot. Can you tell us a little bit about how how you've done it and what's kind of been the big struggles and what you've learned from it? So in 2020, I decided I was spending a lot of time in 2019 where I was like working on an order and then like buying in floors for the next order. And I was spending a lot lot of time buying and sourcing materials. Mm -hmm. So I decided when 2020 came around, that I would do a couple of big orders with manufacturers directly and get, you know, a few pallets of flowers in and that, that way it would keep me going. I wouldn't be wasting time constantly sourcing things. Yeah. So early 2020, before all this madness started, <laughs> um, I spent an awful lot of money on stock and I basically filled my tiny shoebox size studio with as many different types of colours of flowers as I find to stock up for the wedding season. So I really like that a real count of what all I needed to do to, to for the weddings ahead. And then unfortunately oh, no. obviously COVID hit and everything just overnight was sort of stopped. Uh, we had some weddings that were cancelled completely. We had some that moved three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest, obviously, you know, different ones postponed and things as well. So, like, it really threw us that we had all this stock. And we thought we were really, really good at the time by thinking ahead and buying ahead. But then we were hit with the reality of this all. Like, never in my wildest dreams did I think that wedding season overnight would be cancelled. Yeah, so, madness. Yeah, it was just insane. Obviously, I had a lot of money tied up in stock, which was quite frightening um, whenever the wedding started to yeah. cancelled. As you say, we pivoted the business. We thought, right, what else can we make out of these beautiful flowers? And I've had so many clients over the years asking for arrangements from their for their home. Mm-hmm. But I've just been so busy with weddings that I kind of haven't really delved into that because I'm the sort of person who I just I'd rather not do it than do it half-heartedly. Yeah. Um. So right now I have the time and the headspace to really dedicate to designing a collection of letterbox blooms um, that you can have for your home and for your office as well. So we basically used the materials that we had and thought about how we could use them in another way. And that's kind of how that all evolved um, into the homeware range. So now that the weddings are starting to pick up again, we're, we're doing a bit of both. So we're just kind of managing how we spend our time now that the weddings have started to pick up again. Amazing. And what would be in your full kind of homeware range? Because obviously your flowers are absolutely beautiful, but I don't know anything about flowers. Do you know, I just think they they look nice. Do you know, so what would be your full range that you can offer people? So we do the letterbox blooms, which mm-hmm. basically is like a deconstructed bouquet. So that means, you know, if you're ordering flowers from like Marxies or Blooming Wild or one of the online flower suppliers, yeah. typically you'll get the flowers and they'll be unassembled. So there'll be all the components for a bouquet. But what you do is you arrange them in your own files when you get them home. And um, so that's kind of where the, the letterbox blooms came from and um, was the idea of using a similar concept but using them with silk flowers because at the time there was nothing else in the, on the market available. Yeah. Some people were crying out for like good quality artificial flowers that looked realistic. So that's kind of the, the main um, string turbo is the letterbox blooms that kind of evolved into doing something similar with our dried flowers where we did little posy jars and um, what you can do is have like your own little personal message and things added to them like if someone's moved house or had a baby or it's their birthday you can send a little jar full of dried flowers to their home with a little note on it for them so that's another that's so and then we also do like Yes, it's, it's a nice idea. People love because they can't see their loved ones yeah. over lockdown. They've been able to send them these lovely little treats and, you know, they're supporting a small business as well by doing so. Yeah, and it's such um, a unique gift as well. Do you know, it's not kind of a standard like, oh, here's a bunch of flowers or here's, you know, yeah. some chocolates or wine or whatever. It's such a sweet gift. 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's just something that's that we've been more thoughtful, mm-hmm. and you know, there's a little a little blurb in in the flyer in the box that sort of said, you know, explains to people that you know it's come from a small business and everything as well. So I think people quite like the idea of supporting that. And then the other thing that we do are hoops for for wall decor. So instead of hanging a picture on the wall, you might want to have a little piece of artwork where it's basically beautiful floral hoops with all sorts of greenery and flowers um, on it. And you can hang them like in clusters of things on your wall. They've been something that's been really popular as well this year. So those are the main things. We'll we'll build on the range. We're only a year in, so we're focusing on those things for now. But we'll definitely... There's definitely a lot more to come in terms of the, especially with technical collect coming into play. Yes, absolutely. Like, um, you know, we could do bigger pieces like compass grass and things. It's mm-hmm. a really suitable for postage. Amazing. So what would an average day look like for you then? Obviously, do weddings are starting to kick up a wee bit again. So kind of half weddings, half non-weddings, you know, back in 2020. What would your average day look like? Well, back in 2020 would have been, I, I basically pick, you know, two or three orders that I'm working on and I plan out my orders, you know, basically conditional the floors, which means maybe removing any unwanted leaves and thorns and things from them, the same as you would for fresh floors, mm-hmm. um, and getting them all ready um, and then arranging them, posting them out. We have a courier that collects from us and can have it um, on the other side of the world within three days. Amazing. So we, we send a lot of our stuff to America. And um, so like we, we spend a lot of time, you know, working with the logistics of all of that. 2021, like we haven't really got a <laughs> typical week or a typical day. It's just you just sort of take me as you find me at the moment, trying to juggle all the different um, aspects of the business because of the stock levels that I explained that we had last year. And um, we moved into a bigger studio. So we have this massive Fantastic. studio that I'm dying to get people in me to see and to do workshops yeah. and things whenever it's safe to do so. So at the moment we're we're juggling a lot of different things. But yeah, a typical day would be very much running around and working on ten orders. Ten orders <laughs> at once probably. So whenever you can eventually get people back into the studio, is it just gonna be a kind of wedding thing or is it gonna be for anybody to you know? say to really customise their bouquet or just pick out the exact flowers they want in their house or kind of what will you be able to do? Well what we've done is we've arranged the front of our studio to be a shop so the shop space will be ready made ready to buy floors for your home and office so that's basically we'll be doing uh, opening every Thursday and Friday that anybody can come in in and and shop from that area so it won't just be bridal that's kind of what we want to encourage it won't just be bridal however if you are getting married and you do want to have a one-to-one consultation to talk about your wedding floors we do also have lots of sample bouquets that you can see in the studio and they'll be by appointment for for those kind of one-to-one consultations and they'll be you know towards the start of the week to balance things out so that i have time to dedicate to the to the wedding clients and specifically um, so it'll be a bit of both. So yeah, anybody can come down into the studio and we will cater for both things. And then as I say, once we're able to do so, we'll be doing workshops and things where we can teach you how to do your own floor arranging um, and we make some like, reads and things come up to Christmas. So there'll be lots of nice things happening going forward in the new space. That's so exciting. And where is your studio based then for anybody interested? So we are based just off the Newton Arch Road in Belfast, just not too far from Consoler Shopping Centre. It's East Belfast and it's a beautiful old linen mill. It's it's a stunning location. They're actually going under a huge development at the moment um, to make it into like a really 
really sought after um, spot with lots of coffee shops and things coming so it's definitely a space to watch but that's where we are at the moment it's a retired linen mill in East Belfast and it's just off the waterway as well so it's definitely that's amazing so do you have any exciting things coming up obviously this year nobody really knows what's going on and you just launched into your new bigger studio and things like that but can you kind of tease any things coming up in the future well, we've just finished there. I don't know if you know, but on Mother's Day, we did a really good um, collaboration with Sarah Ceramics. Yes, yes. Um, where Sarah did some absolutely stunning vases for us, and then we did the little dried posies to go with them. So I haven't really got too many things like set in stone at the moment, but the plan is for, for 2021 is to do more collaborations like that. So, you know, if you have a creative business and you'd like to collaborate, certainly get in touch. And then really just enjoy the space. We we were very much, we moved in here and then Christmas was right away. Mm-hmm. We, we basically designed a whole Christmas shop in our studio <laughs> and then the restrictions come in and we didn't even get to open it. So oh, no one saw our Christmas shop really, oh. apart from a few customers. <laughs> so we're actually just going to spend this year enjoying the space and enjoying inviting people down to view the range and things. And then maybe 2022, there'll be other projects kind of, on the horizons but for now we're just kind of finding our feet and um, seeing how the business grows it's so exciting seeing it grow and I think like there's a few um businesses and it's I think it seems a bit strange but there are a few businesses in lockdown that have really started to thrive and whether it's by pivoting like yourselves or some people are just completely launching and just going for it and it's great to see that do you know even though we're in lockdown in a pandemic it's there's good coming from it it's all to do with your attitude, like, you know, don't get me wrong, whenever all this started, geez, I think I had a, I think I had a quite public mental breakdown on Instagram, oh, no. <laughs> on a particular occasion where I just completely freaked out, I was like, oh my word, I've got all this stuff, what am I going to do, when are the weddings happen, I think most people in the wedding industry had that same yeah. panic, where we had no idea what was going on, so I think, you know, a lot of people have pivoted their business, as you say, to be able to keep afloat and like obviously I have overheads I have you know I have the old studio which you know still obviously bills to be paid so you just have to think smart and how yeah. can you change things up to, to keep your business going but to be honest I just had so many ideas of what I wanted to do like I needed the new website and I wanted to work on these new collections and this new home range mm-hmm. and there were so many things that I just never had time to work on. Like everybody says, you work in the business, not on it. Um, and having that like year basically to yeah. work in the business, on the business, it was so beneficial to me. And going forward, I could never have done that if we hadn't have had this break. So although it's yeah. been horrendous, I have taken so many positives from it because it's made my business completely different in, in a very short space of time. So yeah, hopefully it's given me more perspective on what's, what's important going forward. Yeah, it's so cool that it's kind of given you the opportunity to expand a wee bit just from weddings and fully launch into your homeware, which you may not have had the opportunity to do because you've been so busy. Not, yeah, last exactly. year's I've, standard. Been done, I've been talking about this for years. I've been talking <laughs> for so long and I just had never had time. And I, I even had the boxes and all designed and ready and Aww. I just did not have time. So as soon as this all started, I was like, right, okay, let's let's do this properly. Yeah, I think a lot of people are definitely trying to be like that. But it's just, it's definitely hard. Do you know, I know in kind of lockdown one, I was very motivated. And then lockdown two and three, you're kind of, I should do this and I want to do this. But yeah. But we're in lockdown, you know, you're like, I just can't be bothered. But I think no, it's good to see. I think it say. definitely helped. Obviously, lockdown one, it was a bit of a novelty for everybody being yeah. off. So we were like, okay, let's just go 
And then lockdown two was like, oh, it's actually not going anywhere anytime mm-hmm. soon. But the benefit of that, you know, was like we had such a beautiful summer. Yeah. And it was so hot last summer. It was great. So I don't know if it really sunk into people what was going on because it was so nice and you could, you know, you could just get on with other things. But then certainly coming into the winter, it's definitely drained mm-hmm. us all. And so I'm so excited that. that Things are starting to ease slightly as yeah. say next Monday we'll be able to do click collect, which will be massive for us because obviously our flowers are so delicate, so it's been yeah. a real challenge getting things posted. So I'm really looking forward to being able to do that. Amazing. And where would you like to be in five years? Do you just you may not you may not think it's realistic at the time. Obviously nobody actually knows what is realistic. I'm sure you didn't see yourself where you are now, do you know, from last year. But where would you love to be in five years' time? gosh that is a hard question <laughs> um well I would love to still be in Portview and um, the mill that I'm in and say there's huge redevelopment going on and they have received a huge grant from the National Heritage Fund and their their idea is to make Portview like a real tourist hub of Belfast so you know they'll certainly look after us tenants yeah um well if we want to you know move to a different space within the building so I'd love to stay within Portview I'd love to grow the business and we take on a couple of members of staff so that I can take a slightly back seat with the making and you know work more on the different um like the designing aspect of the yeah. business because at the moment very much uh, I do kind of everything, everything I have the lovely Darcy that works for me one day a week she's fantastic and she helps me loads but I would love you know in the, in the near future to yeah. be able to take her on full time and to maybe take on somebody else as well so yeah I guess five years is to have a little team of us working away and you so know exciting. still shipping worldwide like I think the business model and the concept I think I'm happy with where things are. I wouldn't change that too much, but just expand. And do you think you would try and expand more into homeware, um, whether it's on your own or kind of through different collaborations, like the one with Zara Ceramics? Yeah, definitely will continue with the homeware stuff. I definitely think that there is a massive gap in the market there. Um, since the last 12 months, there have been a few other businesses that I've come across that do, that do luxury silk floors for your home, but there's definitely a, a massive demand for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely work on a bigger range of the, the flowers for your home and um, try and make them as affordable as possible. So, yeah, I could see myself. I, I do I do still like the balance, though, of having the weddings as well. I just really enjoy working with the wedding industry. Yeah, weddings are amazing. I love weddings. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah absolutely they're so exciting you know it's somebody's kind of they're supposed to be their happiest day and you really feel it whenever you're at a wedding or planning a wedding absolutely would you have any advice for other small businesses to know kind um, of do's and don'ts or stick, yeah stick with it um starting a business is really tough and probably if i was starting a business at my age now I don't know how well I would do. I started my business when I was like 21, 22, and I I didn't seem to be afraid of anything. I just yeah. went for it, and I, you know, I wasn't phased. Like, as I say, with, within a few months of running the business, I, I went to one of the biggest um, trade fairs in, in, in London, the UK, in, in London, went on my own, posted a pallet of furniture to myself in London, and did this massive trade fair, and ended up when I went I was selling to two or three suppliers in Belfast and when I came back I think I had like something like 50 suppliers oh, wow. like literally over, over the course of the weekend Amazing. and the whole jewellery side of the business it just blew up overnight yeah. this, these are my bracelets told you about it just blew up overnight and like realistically if I if somebody said to me go and do that now I'd be terrified at the thought of it but I think when you're young 
I don't know, you just do it. You just don't think about it. Yeah. Um, so my, my advice is just just do it. Don't don't hem and haw too much because 10 years will pass and you'll never have done it. So, yeah, that would be my biggest tip for anybody thinking about starting a business. It's just try it, see what happens. Certainly keep maybe a wee part-time job on the side as we cushion for you to take yeah. the pressure off. But, you know, eventually that, that should hopefully take over. Um, what else would I say? Just really try and find a niche in the market and good customer service as well. Like, I really try my best to respond to everybody as soon as possible. I send a lot of, like, voice notes and things, like you got on <laughs> earlier. I send a lot of voice notes and things to my clients. I think it's nice and personal. And yeah. I think people yeah, just come across like an approachable person, and I think that will take you far in business. Absolutely. I think people love to see the person behind the business. So I know yeah. take Sarah Stramax again. Like, she always posts on her stories, and people love it because you get to know kind of, Zara, like she's not just a brand. Like You're she... really invested. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. You see the whole process from start to finish so that when mm-hmm. it comes to purchasing from her, like you, just, you need one, you want one, yeah. and um, you know, you appreciate all the hard work that's gone into it. So, yeah, she's definitely, she's um, a very new business, but she's definitely one to watch. She's been doing incredibly well. I know, absolutely. There's so many. There's a girl, um, Sophie Mix Ceramics. Who makes the most fantastic mugs and she just quit her job recently, do you know, to work full time in the business oh. and little things like that. It's so exciting, like happening in this year between 2020 and 2021. It's so good to see. Exactly. I love it's that. It's nice so much. to see small businesses coming out of the woodworks, definitely. Absolutely. And to hopefully not quite take over, but to try and get more small businesses instead of the large corporations. Yeah, we'd be very interesting to see what would be the high street will look in a few years' time. Like yeah. obviously, so many of the big, the big companies have gone under sadly through all of this. It would be interesting to see maybe if the council will maybe launch any schemes or anything to try and let out these premises to smaller businesses or to have like pop up markets and things like that, and to make the city centre a little bit more artisan the way it used to be. Like I would, I would love that. You know, I love nothing more than going over to London and going to like Spitalfields markets and things like that. And, you know, all of that is just just gives you a real buzz. So it would be good with all, as you say, all these little businesses yeah. coming out of the woodwork at the moment. You know, it'd be nice to see the the council supporting them. So fingers crossed. That's what the high street might look like in a couple yeah. of years' time. You'll know, <laughs> see us all down there rallying around. That'd be amazing. Well, thank you so much, Sharon, for coming on today. It was an absolute pleasure to chat to you, and I wish you all the best. I cannot wait to see Aww. who you collab with and what you launch in the future. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I've loved chatting to you. It was it was good fun. And hopefully somebody that's thinking about starting a business hopefully I've inspired <laughs> to jump out there and just do it. Absolutely. I think that is just the most important thing, just to try and put your fears aside and just go for it. Yeah, I agree. Isn't she so lovely? And please say I'm not the only one that wants a big thing of her silk flowers now. I think they're absolutely beautiful. But if you have enjoyed this episode, and I really hope you have, please head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And if you want to give us a follow, everything is in the description, but you can find us on Supporting Local Podcasts on Facebook and Instagram. But as I said, all info will be down below in the description, and I'll see you next week with a new episode.